The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, audio listener, welcome to the Bomb Squad podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bomb Squad. I'm Dan Stacy, and you are about to witness my nerdy family and I use exploding dice and silly voices to tell a good story. Uh, we will be playing, a, this is an actual play tabletop show, and we will be using the Open Legend system, which is an open source system. You can check it out, openlegendrpg.com. The full core rulebook is on there, really awesome. For those of us who have gotten to play in it before, we've really enjoyed it. So we hope to show you guys what it's like, and hopefully you can check that out. Um, this is a completely homebrew campaign and setting, and uh, we'll just be goofing around and see what happens. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. First, I think we'll do some introductions. We'll start with you, sir. Hello, uh, my name is Ryan. Uh, I am the DM's brother, so I have an in. So the nat 20s are probably staged. Beyond that, uh, it's all authentic. So uh, I'm gonna have a blast. You're gonna have a blast. We'll all have a blast. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and we'll go over here. Yeah. And I'm Kristen, and I am married to the LM, ah. doing Legend Master. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm bringing along number two yeah. to play with us. <laughs> so it's me. Yes. Hello. <laughs> we'll cut that there. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Gonna it's not going to happen. Ahoy. My name is David. I like long walks in the park. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I am Dan's brother. Awesome. Whoops. <laughs> and I was never one for RPGs. Until when? Fairly recently. My, my birthday. Um, His birthday. Yeah, I was forced birthday. to play an RPG. So I know I, I don't look like your standard... RPG player. What does that mean? 
Nothing. Stereotypes. I just mean. <laughs> I don't know. What do I, what do I mean, Dan? <laughs> I don't know. Is so, it that you're not, you know, tall and dark and, and handsome? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> I'm short. So, but anyways, I got into it pretty quick, and I was like, eh, that was pretty, pretty enjoyable. So I'm looking forward to this. Good. Anything else I'm this, supposed to say? This will be, you've done a one shot and that's it. I've done yeah. a one shot. This will You're be newbie. his first real. And a one shot means. There's only one. One episode. This <laughs> <laughs> is one time. Thank you. Correct. That's, that's your RPG lesson for the day. <laughs> okay. And last but not least then, if you're done, are you done? I think I'm done. Are you sure? Do you want me to be done? Yeah, right. We will move to our very first guest player for this arc, my good friend Zechariah. Hey! Oh, I'm Zechariah. I teach seventh grade science, and as a prerequisite, all sanity goes out the window. So <laughs> I've been uh, role playing for the last 17 years. So um, I've been dying to get together with these guys forever to get this going. So this is just a blast for me. Yes! This is so exciting. Zach and I played a game 13... How old are we? <laughs> like, when 16? we were 16? No, it would have been after camp. So, it was like 16, 17 so, years ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Old we farts. played it, and it was like the last time we really played together, other than we just started playing again because he moved back close enough where we could play. So, this is like dream come true. Mm -hmm. Seriously. The second half of the dream, really. All right, I think that's it. So let us begin the very first episode of Bomb Squad. <laughs> <laughs> begin. I'm nervous. We can do this. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Welcome. Welcome, my friends, to the world of Anuen. 
a vast and ancient expanse of deep, mysterious waters and vast stretches of dry land, upon whose dirt a myriad of races walk and call this world their home. Where the waters end, none can say. For the few who have searched for the edge of the world have never returned, and nary a god or a goddess will reveal if they even know. But for most it is enough to know that each day the second flower rises in the east, and the first flower follows, watching over the night, and the weeping lights shed their tears, unending amidst the singing stars. For to the east always can you see the vani, the weeping lights, no matter what stars you are under. The shifting, waving display is a soft purple and gold in the brightness of the day, and a deep crimson and cobalt in the diminished light of the moon. And twinkling dewdrops fall like tears, but never find the ground. So many stories have these great watchers observed, and how many more will unfold beneath them? Who even of the four great faiths can know? For our part, at least, we land upon the central continent of Rin Breve, in the kingdom of Dinulthir. This kingdom has seen its share of hardship, even within the life of the still reigning king, a halfling, Theodore Beck. A war in his youth against the face of the deathless lord, worshippers of Nahazik, the Undying, pushed the kingdom and its dwarven allies to the brink of collapse. But by unsullied hope and great deeds, the face was defeated, and necromancy, indeed all entropic arts, were denounced by the throne and the dwarven clans and declared forbidden in the land, on the sea, and under mountain. A time of peace has now come under the reign of good King Theo, and even the squabbling of the elves and the orcs on the adjoining continent of Oral Breve have lessened in the past years. Talk of a formal peace has even been hinted at, a feat that has never been accomplished in all recorded history. <clears throat> and despite a few hiccups now and then, most have seen good harvest, profitable trade, and happy days, and few are in a disparate way. Desperate, excuse me. <clears throat> Though rumors always abound as long as the ale is good and the audience has a friendly ear, talk of trouble on the east coast, across the mountains and deserts, in the free port cities, has drawn the attention of sellswords and mercenaries, though the merchants and entrepreneurs of the land have seen no ill effects, if it be true. And reformers among the worshippers of the dragon faith have been pushing new holy texts, causing disagreement with the self-labeled traditionalists. But the reformers cause little trouble and busy themselves mostly helping those in need. Those not so concerned with deep theology do not find much issue with either party, other than having to hear them disavow the other with long-winded preaching. And so, amidst the countless stories unfolding, both large and small, a handful of disparate fates seem drawn through sorrow and loss, even in these happy days, to a small town called Arbin. A day's journey from the western end of the mountains known as the Great Arm, which stretches across the continent from northern to southern shore. Our story begins in the dusty streets of Arbin on the 28th of Diatosha, in the midst of the second harvest. We see an unusual pair walking down the hardened dirt road toward the station of the Capitol Guard. The first of the pair is a dwarf of some age, betrayed by the white streaks mingled throughout his long reddish-brown hair and beard and dressed in the unmistakable armor and robe of a provoke. 
a dwarven priest, one not of his faith, would say. A servant of Diatos, the first father, he would call himself. And towering over him, walking in step, is what one can only assume by his face as a human man. For the rest of his body, from neck to toe and fingertip, is encased in a strange outfit of metal and sporadic gears. Brick, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, I'm Brick. I am the handsome one. You will come to know me by. Uh, I am the competent one. I'm the one you come to when you need the job done. So, uh, yes, I am a human. And yes, I am very handsome in my metal shell, you will call it. <laughs> I am encased in armor. Um, <clears throat> I am with, uh, well, I'll let the, the LM tell the story, not to spoil stuff. That's a, it's cooperative. <laughs> uh, I'm with my good friend, uh, Demeter, and uh, we're, uh, we're about to engage in some fun stuff, I know. <laughs> All right. So the two of you <clears throat> are walking down the road. You've spent about two days traveling from the, uh, the farming hamlet you were in um, and reached the town of Arbin, which is kind of the central area of several farming hamlets in this region. Uh, it's where the Capitol Guard is stationed, and you're going there to see what can be done about some goblin issues that you have been helping out with in, in that farming hamlet. Um, so we'll pick up right on the road. Brick is telling, or excuse me, Demeter is, is explaining to you this place, and he's taking you to the Half Full Flagon, which is one of his favorite taverns in the area. Um, so we'll just go into it. Um, uh, Brick, um, Let's keep, I, I think, I, we haven't really talked about this, but I think we should probably keep your, um, what would you say, entrance into our uh, homeland here? Uh, maybe on the down low? Demeter, I'm proud of who I am, but uh, I'll follow your lead. All right. It's just, you know, I don't know. Uh, falling from the sky is not something uh, most people take as a good omen. True, but it's a little romantic, don't you think? Well, of course. Is this... We haven't been on our date yet, have we? Well, you haven't bought me dinner yet. That's so. true. To the tavern, then. It's a really good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Thymus. A halfling, very much a businessman, but he's great. Uh, come with me, come with me. So you walk through down the, the main dirt path in this place. Most of these buildings are brick and, and wood buildings. Um, and you go, the Halfwell Flagon is actually stationed on one end of the city because it really looks to get in the adventure, uh, get any kind of adventurers or mercenaries that are passing through. They are pretty well located between, uh, the, on the main road between Rinbreve and the other continent of Oralbreve, which is connected by an isthmus. These two continents are connected by an isthmus. <clears throat> um, and so this town's relatively small. Um, but it gets a lot of traffic for that reason, so it has a pretty good flow of money there. Uh, you come to uh, this uh, large tavern. It's probably three stories tall. It almost looks more like a mansion uh, compared to the rest of the buildings around um, with fire uh, ch chimneys for fireplaces on either side uh, and several floors of windows. That, and he takes you into the, the first floor. And uh, uh, let's just pull this up. 
the, as you enter, there's like this entryway that you come into and you can hear a little bit of noise going on inside. Um, doesn't seem like it's too busy right now. You're in midday. Um, and uh, the bottom floor, you kind of turn right. Demeter takes you right in there, turns right, and there's this bar, giant bar with a fireplace at the far end uh, and tables <laughs> spread out. And there's just a handful of people in there right now. The bar is what's kind of cool um, because in this kingdom, it's a lot of humans and halflings. That's the main two races that are here. Uh, so the bar is set up with two levels. All the seats have like this little step up so halflings can get up on there and sit at the same height as humans. But behind the bar is, it, the bar is kind of split into two identical sets. And one has a raised floor so halfling bartenders kind of work that side while the human bartenders work the other. Um, and you do see one female bartender working behind one side and then uh, a human male uh, bartender on, on his the taller side of the bar working and there's uh, two older people sitting at the bar and as soon as you walk in this um, robust uh, ruddy-cheeked halfling uh, in a nice like uh, jacket with you know the button the, the buttons uh, button vest gold buttons there and a little probably a watch or something tucked into his shirt um, balding receding hair uh, turns around and sees Demeter and he just lights up right away um, and comes running over. Ah, Demeter, it's so good to see you, my friend. I haven't seen you in days. And he notices you. My, my, my. And who is this friend you've brought with you, Demeter? Strange outfit you're wearing. He says, ah, this is my friend, Brick. Uh, Brick, this is Simus, owner of the half Wolf flagon and, uh, Quite the businessman. Good to meet you, Sinus. He reaches a hand out up to you, uh, shake it, and he, he like kind of looks at your metal glove. <clears throat> where do you where do you come from, my friend? I've never seen an outfit like this before. Well, I come from very far away. How cryptic. Well, I hope you still drink from wherever this far away place is. Come, come, come. Come to the seats, so he sets you up. Um, you do notice uh, as you're walking in, in the corner at the end of the bar, there's an elf playing a uh, gentle tune on a, a double flute. It kind of has two flutes coming off of it. Iliad, would you like to describe yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so, basically what what you're going to see with me is I'm very tall, very thin, um, but I have this graceful look about me and I'm, I'm rather quick. There's a dark hood over my head and um, whitish hair with almost a green tint to it. Kind of, kind of a, a young look very in my, f in my face. Um, I've got a leather tunic on with um, gauntlets and this, this, uh, this flute with a rather uh, beautiful but I don't know, somewhat eerie sound. So I have my dark concealing hood over me and my hair is rather messy and shaggy in front of my face. But I'm, you can tell that I'm, I'm rather young. Mm -hmm. And a uh, big thing with the elves is in this universe, elves have these giant ears, very long Jack and Dexter style. Um, that's a big point about elves, and they move 
around, especially when they're emoting uh, different emotions. <coughs> so you'll notice that with them. Um, so Iliad, you also notice these figures coming in giant. Probably, what are you, six, six two? Almost seven foot. Almost seven <coughs> foot tall. Uh, so almost human. as tall as me. <laughs> <laughs> and then a dwarf come in. Um, would you like to join them at the bar? Or do you want to sit ba back and? I think I'm going to uh, sit back and see what happens. All right, sounds good. So, <clears throat> Simus brings you guys over, and he starts having the um, human bartender make you some drinks, uh, and uh, looks at you and says, "So, uh, how did you come to meet uh, my good friend uh, Demeter?" Well. That's a very interesting story. And I give Demeter like a very, very big smirk and kind of let him take off with it. Oh, okay. He takes, his, takes a sip from his drink. <clears throat> well, uh, you know, uh, Simus, that uh, Nori is always looking at some uh, new toys to play with. So this is one of his experiments. And uh, Brick is someone from... Uh, what did you say? Far away, yes. He's from one of the distant lands, I think towards the Dragonborns, possibly. Uh, but he's been very hush-hush about it. Uh, anyways, uh, Nori's been wanting to experiment a little with some new uh, armor and stuff, and well, there you go. Simon says, oh, well, that's fascinating, really. Huh. Keep me posted on that, because um, uh, you know, I'm always looking for new investments, and he's like really studying your armor up. Anyways. Eyes up here, buddy. Oh. <clears throat> yes, well, <laughs> of course. Uh, how can I help you, gentlemen? Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Or what, what brings you to Arben? Well, we've uh, seen some goblin problems. Mm. You see his demeanor drop immediately. Yes, there's, it's been, uh, been troubling here. Uh, surprising they've actually come this far as Arben. Have they been... Hitting the, the farming hamlet's bad. Well, apparently so. Mm, that's terrible. Um, well, are, what, uh, what are you looking for here? And Demeter picks up. Well, um, I was wondering, actually, Simus, if there's any, uh, you know, there's some people looking for work. We're hoping to actually go into the mountains and uh, see what we can find in there, see if we can't... Uh, take it to the goblins, perhaps. And Simon says, oh, well, hmm. We have had a lot of people coming in and out, but um, unfortunately, I don't know if there are many right now looking for work. Uh, you know the harvest has been doing quite well, so those who don't care what kind of work they're taking or the farmers are picking them up, but uh, there's also been rumors, um, rumors about the east no, what was it? Oh, the free port cities. Yes, that's what they're saying. I don't know. Something's going on there. Or at least that's what they say. And so every sellsword, every sailor, anyone looking for a job is headed that way. So we have seen a little activity, but I don't know if anybody, of anybody right now, it's been kind of slow since then. They've been all heading that way. Uh, that's where the work is. At least that's what the rumors say. Um... What else? But you could always check in uh, with uh, Sergeant Audrey, of course, and I can keep words out. Uh, I do know the, um, 
the elf over there, he's been looking for work. You could always talk to him. I told him he could play here for a bit, but honestly, I haven't been having a lot of customers right now because of the harvest and everything, so you could see what he's up to. And um, actually, one of the, the one um, bartender, the human bartender, <coughs> kind of puts in and goes, Boy, I don't know if you'd find many people want to go with you, to be honest. There's, you heard the rumors about the goblins, right? No. Do tell. Oof. And Simus is like, oh, but really, don't fill them. No, no, I'm telling you, I've heard. They, they've been taking children, and then they replace them with changelings. My, my, my cousin said he knew a friend whose mum was taking care of her grandkids, and the goblins stole one of them, and they brought him back as a changeling, and the child's never been the same since. Kids, huh? Yes, I know, and that's for true. And Simus pipes in, that is true. I don't know if you've been having that trouble. They, it's the strangest thing they've been taking, or at least trying to take children. It's awful, awful business. I kind of look at Demeter and give him like a little knowing look, like. Mm. Yes, I think we have, we have heard that uh, we may have run into some trouble like that already. Um, while you're talking about this, um, the older woman, it's a halfling woman sitting in the corner kind of nursing a drink, um, kind of slams her cup down uh, real quick <clears throat> and says, you don't know what you're talking about. It's not changelings. Uh, and um, Simon says, no, 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 Magda, it's all right. The, I know, they took my aniline. Um, and she kind of hops down off her seat and comes over to you, Brick, and puts her hand on you. You're going into the mountains, are you? Find my aniline for me, wouldn't you? They're not changing and they're not being replaced with changelings. They're being taken. They're being used for something. I know it. The old mother told me. She showed me. Um, and as Simus is trying to like shush Magda, all of a sudden her eyes kind of gloss over for a second and there's this faint bluish discoloration to them. And she she just holds on to your... your um, kind of on your leg, really, because she's jumped off her stool and you're sitting on the stool and she just says, I saw all around me the children swallowed by the land. I screamed, but no one answer came. The color drained from the land till all was gray and lifeless, death spreading its greedy fingers. Before me stood my granddaughter's form, but no soul, no life could be found. Empty and void, she walked toward me. I fell on the ground in fear, and hands grasped at me, bursting from the flesh of Diatos. The vapors of death spewed from Annalyn's mouth. And then the, the kind of discoloration where her eyes fades away. And I awoke in tears. They're taking the life from them. You must stop them. And um, she starts to kind of lose it and, and get defuddled. And Simon says, no, no, Magda, do, don't, don't trouble these people right now. 
Bella, and turns to the uh, halfling bartender, can you help Magda home, please? Right, right, yes, yes, of course. Come on, dear, now. She comes around and kind of helps her and, um, at the last minute, as they're going away, Magda kind of grabs her hand and says, There are voices. They speak in my head. Voices from the stars. They're calling to you. And the, her eyes go again, and she, she lets Bella escort her out. Can I try, like, an observation role or to, to figure out, like... Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know anything about halflings. Yep. So I don't know what was what going are, on. What are you looking for? I think it's going to be a perception role. Perception, um, like, is this lady crazy? Mm-hmm. Or what? what's this thing she's doing? Yeah, roll a perception. In uh, Open Legend, perception includes not only seeing, touching, smelling, but it also includes getting vibes off of people and kind of what in other systems is like insight, something like that. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to do 20. Six. First roll. First roll. Eighteen. Eighteen. Ooh. All right. She has definitely been drinking too much, um, so you can tell that the the change in her eyes, uh, though, is there's nothing you would associate with um, drunkenness or anything. You've never seen anything like that before. You've noticed that. Uh, when Demeter uses his divine powers, his eyes do something similar. Not not turning blue like that, but there's that this kind of fog that goes across his eyes um, when he casts spells. So you're thinking could be possibly something. Uh, and she did reference the All Mother. You don't know much about that at all. Demeter has half mentioned it um, in his talkings about his faith. Um, but you know it's another it's another deity here in this world. But um, she seems, as far as you've been able to tell, halflings are just like humans. You haven't had a lot of re- interactions with them, but um, that would be the big things. She's definitely been drinking. She seems to be honest, and the blue in her eyes makes you think of some kind of divine magic. Okay. Possibly. Um, Simus explains, oh... Do forgive Magda. She's um, she's a good girl, but her daughter was, or um, excuse me, her granddaughter was taken by the goblins. I, it's amazing. They've never come this far, far before in their raids. You know, Demeter, I, I know you know, the, uh, the goblins tend to raid now and again, especially when harvest's so good, they tend to come in. This taking children, it's a new thing. I, I don't know. And Bert picks up again. I'm telling you, it's changelings. Don't care what the old old mother hippie says. It's changelings. And Simon says, Shh, now Bert, be good to the customers. Magda is good. She is from one of the communes just outside, uh, just outside the city. They're very helpful, but you know, I mean, well, I think you know how the old mother communities are. And Demeter just gives a knowing. Mm, they're good people, but strange, to be sure. I think. You could say that to most people, though. Not me, clearly. No, <laughs> no never, my friend, never. Of course not. Can I whisper to Demeter, who, who is the old mother? Oh, oh, forgive me. I should have told you, of course. The old mother, uh, he turns to Simon. He's, he is from far away. They don't, uh, they don't know all the faiths we have here. The old mother is uh, one of the four great faiths, actually. 
uh, along with my own. The Allmother is, um, well, she is said to be one of the first children of Diatos, the first gods. And she, um, she is all about life and healing and growth and unity. Uh, therefore, the, uh, the people who worship her tend to live in what we call communes. They live together, sharing crops and everything. Everything is shared and uh, they try to stay separate from economic uh, societies, um, but try to help wherever they can. Uh, quite different from the dragon faith, I would say, but those two are not uh, against each other. They just have different philosophies on how to run life and stuff. My faith, of course, the First Father, uh, we get along pretty well with them, though we worship the land itself, whereas the All Mother worships what she can bring out of the land. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where I come from, we call it the Al Madre. So there, clearly you can see where the confusion would be. Ah, yes, of course. I have not heard this word before. This means the same thing, then. Essentially, oh, yes. Very good, good. Um, you le legitimately, like, Demeter's confused because he's like, oh, huh. I, I just, <laughs> I give him one of those. Oh. <laughs> okay, he's not. <laughs> He's like, oh, you <laughs> takes a drink. Um, well, uh, Simon says, let um, Iliad, my friend, come over. Uh, these uh, men, uh, they're looking to do a job. I thought perhaps you would be interested in uh, helping them, maybe. I know work hasn't been terribly busy here, so. I'm almost game for that. Well, let me introduce you, uh, gentlemen. This is Iliad. He is um, quite the performer, but um, I have been told he has some other skills as well. Uh, Iliad, this is um, my good friend Demeter, Demeter the Dwarf, uh, and this is... Uh, I interrupt. Soon to be a good friend, Rick. Ah. Good day to you. <laughs> there we go. I lean over to Demeter and say, can, can, I, can I touch his ears? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't think that would be That's good. Okay. I mean, I you could, maybe you could ask. Roll a perception. <laughs> Which one's perception again? It's just uh, how much I Look on your attribute. D20 and a mm -hmm. D. Anka. Nine. 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 Okay. They're whispering. You can't quite hear what they're saying, but you're pretty sure they're, they're um, talking about your flute. Mm. Um, and maybe that the big guy wants to play with your flute. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should I offer? I, uh, this is a rather um, sacred instrument that I'd like not to uh, let go of. Are you interested in my flute? Oh. I don't know what that means, so I'm not gonna respond <laughs> to it. <laughs> Demeter was like taking a sip. <clears throat> <clears throat> right. Um, well, anyways, uh, Iliad, uh, yes? uh, we are um, interested in seeing what can be done about the goblin problem in the mountains, or at least getting into the mountains and seeing what they're up to in there. Is that, uh, it's not going to be um, uh, safe. Is that something you'd be interested in doing? Safe is no problem for me. I'd like to, uh, if I may, join you. Yes, I think so. We're going to uh, 
see what uh, Sergeant Audrey also has to offer uh, at the Capitol Guard Station, but any help would be welcome. If uh, you think you can handle it, it's going to be climbing and wet and there's all kinds of nasty things in there. That sounds quite good, actually. Oh, excellent. Well, uh, perhaps we should be headed off to see Sergeant Audrey then. Um, and as Demeter gets down, the older guy who is drinking on the other side is a human male, kind of thin and wire, wiry, um, perks up and says, Oi, oi, if you're going on an adventure, you might want to stop by my store, actually. Yeah, it's just down the road, a block over. My son's working it. Um, especially if you're going in the mountains, you want to have some rope, eh? And, oh, actually, there's a lovely old lady that set up shop just outside my own store. Uh, you should check it out. She's got all kinds of potions and things, things I don't normally carry. Uh, so I would recommend checking that out if you get to it. Um, the Wanderer's Closet is the name. And it'll be my son Laney there. Tell him I sent you. Maybe he'll give you a discount. Do you have any three-piece suits? Oh, uh, well, we have some bits of armor, I suppose you could put together, if that's what you're looking for, but nothing uh, like what a, you know, nothing full-plated. I don't know if you could put it together in three pieces. Seems like you'd need a few more. It's all right. If there's a fedora, I'll be happy. I, uh, you know what? The lady, the lady sat outside, she has some of those weird potions and things, so she probably have one of those. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you guys good to head out, go over, so you walk down a block, uh, it's just down the street into more towards the, you're now getting more towards the center of the town, and there's like kind of an opening um, area where all the shops are kind of facing in towards this courtyard type area. And you can see the Wanderer's Closet is this, it's an interesting shaped house where it's brick on the bottom that's like this small square, but then a wooden frame has been built as a wider portion above it. So it's like twice the width centered on the brick square. And there's these wooden uh, beams holding, supporting the outer parts. And part to the left side of it is this very brightly covered wagon. Uh, Ingrid, would you like to describe your wagon? Yes. So, uh... It's a big red wagon, and it's got these huge yellow wheels and this big uh, stairway that kind of like swoops down to the ground that looks like it can be folded up. So it's, it looks like it, it's probably a dwelling of some sort, like a house. Um, and uh, so as you come up, you see this hunched lady, old lady, sitting in a rocking chair outside of it. Um, and on the side, obviously she painted this all herself. It says Ingrid's Marvelous Potions, Tricks, Oddities. And then there's like this uh, piece of wood that had been nailed into the side and says, and toadstools, because she didn't have room to fit all the words. <laughs> <laughs> so it just, and toadstools. <laughs> and so this old lady, um, she's got all black on, a black dress and a light purple shawl and a messy bun gray hair and uh I think what else she's got really really hunched back so she's like really stoopy looking but she's sitting in a chair right now so she's sitting in a rocking chair and she looks kind of like asleep so <laughs> well gentlemen 
shall we see what the lady has to offer? She's sleeping. <laughs> I'm sure she would be all right with a little business. Uh, what do you think? Uh, you go first. Very well. After you. <laughs> hmm, very well. Send a short dwarf in to do all the work. That's how it is. You're just the best looking. I know. I lead Dilly. So uh, Demeter approaches. <clears throat> She's sleeping. Demeter looks back at you guys. <clears throat> Forgive me, lady. <laughs> Another look back. Ah, the, a gentleman at um, the Half Wolf Lagon said you had some potions and such for sale. We are on an adventure and uh, could use some uh, supplies. Oh, yes, yes. This is my shop. It is lovely. Right, gentlemen? Beautiful. Of course. It's wonderful. Gorgeous. You know, there's nothing out at all. Um, <laughs> you don't see anything. Do you have any products for sale? Oh, yes, of course, dearie. What are you looking for? Um, well, some uh, possibly healing potions would be great. Uh, uh yeah. Do I have those? <laughs> you can roll, roll to see. Uh, what do I do? Uh, do your alteration for alteration. you. Alteration? Yeah. Uh, can I roll? I want to roll this one. First one's got me. First one. Display. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so, 13. 13. Yeah, you got like one or two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, she has half healing potions. And oh, yeah, she's got this huge black hat that has a top that kind of like twists and kinks at the end. So she pulls off this big hat and starts rummaging her hand in it. <laughs> and I think she gets it. She's one of them. Yeah. Oh. Lovely. Um, that's great. I will take I know. that. Uh, oh, yes, of course. It <laughs> gives you a change. Do you know how much it is? Yeah, it's open legend. Okay. <laughs> in open legend, you use a wealth system instead of actually keeping track of your gold. So, so. I just stuff that back in my yeah. hat. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, gentlemen, is there anything else you'd be interested in? Uh, I'll approach and I'll put my arm around Demeter and say, Ma'am, uh, he's being modest. He, he's wondering if you have something special. He's got some digestive issues and oh, I'm just hoping yes. that you have something. Yes, we get lots of those yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate um, that. So what kind of digestive things? I mean, there's different salts, All you of know. Them. Yeah. All of them. Oh, Cross that's the that's that's bad. Okay. Demeter's yeah. just like shaking his head. He's just going with it. She pulls out. She goes into one of her pockets and pulls out this frog, and then just goes like and squeezes it towards him. <laughs> and so she's trying to help him with this. Oh, you're actually like shooting him? To, yeah, with the frog. Okay. Roll, roll your alteration again. <laughs> okay. Oh, nat 20! Nat 20, all right. Yeah, we're going So, 25 plus 11, yeah. That's perfect. And you exploded the 20? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, right. She so, really wants to help him. Yeah. Um, do you want to flavor it at all? As the spray spit comes out of It's like this green the... mistiness that's... 
like frog's goes mouth. in his throat. What's the <laughs> what's the goal behind it? Uh, she's trying to heal his stomach issues. Like a so, seltzer or something. Yeah, like you know, like a pep. Okay. Like, yeah, like kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> so as the she pulls the frog and crows and the spit comes out and as the spit comes out it slowly turn chain transforms into that foggy green fog that goes into Mir's face and it goes out he's like oh my <laughs> it's tingling in my nose <laughs> oh dearie that's how it's supposed to work just let it do its thing green <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna do like a jump back. Like I did not expect that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You look at worst date ever. Billy's <laughs> in the back, and I'm just going, "What on earth is going on?" <laughs> this He's kinda, is why I travel alone. <laughs> Demir just does a little <laughs> farmer's blow. <clears throat> How do you feel, Gary? Wonderful. Yes, I know. Spossible. Yes. Uh, it's, it was one of my good ones this time. Uh, well, uh, if the gentlemen don't have any other items they're thinking of necessarily right now, uh, I was wondering, uh, being here on the main streets, if you know of any uh, mercenaries or people looking for work uh, on an adventure of sorts, uh, we are actually going into the mountain, the Great Arm, uh, which could uh, hold lots of secrets. Mm. Do I know of anybody, I guess? Um... <laughs> No, you don't know of anybody okay. specifically, okay. but the great arm piques your interest because of your old friend. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, the great arm. A very interesting place. I've always wanted to go there. Well, yes, I'll come with you if you must insist. <laughs> <coughs> you just need to fix my cart first because it can't move. So. Uh, um, I... Uh, uh, Demeter's looking at you guys. Uh, I got a busted wheel. That's why I'm here. I didn't mean to stop in front of this store. I just have a busted wheel. I think we could figure it out. Let's just take a look. He says we take a look. Uh, Can I roll like a... Uh, yeah, do a logic roll. What do I roll? Just a d20. Look, just a d20. Okay, yep. Ten. Ten. All right. Uh, wheels busted. Uh, you're pretty sure. Great. Oh, well, actually, is anyone helping him? I'll give you advantage as well, because Demeter's helping. So roll I thought again. Might. Yeah. So roll again and hope get higher. Don't, don't. Take it. Technically, <laughs> but it's fine. Oh, no. Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Okay, so you were at first you were thinking it might have been an axle issue, uh, but Demeter's like, no, no, that's not the problem. It's actually the spokes um, are all damaged and they they're jamming into it. The, it needs a new wheel basically, but you might be able to rig something, uh, maybe at the uh, rig something up if anybody's. Demeter's a little efficient with carpentry stuff, so he thinks he can kind of take care of it uh, with your guys' help. Um, so you you work together and you guys are actually able to patch it up so it'll function and actually you can do some alteration on it to so their jerry rig fix could become permanent okay can so, i do that yeah you walk over and you see their job they've like patched it together oh, it's pretty good there. gotten the wheel back on uh ooh, 17 18 19 yeah oh wait this explodes yeah <laughs> 21 yes that's enough you kind of look at it 
and how do you want a flavor that you do it? Oh, um, I quickly go into my hat and pick out this thing that's little pink thing. I stick it in my mouth, and then I blow a bubble, and the bubble pops on it and sticks it together. Okay, perfect. <laughs> So as she does that, and, and as the, the bubble, the, the gum kind of seeps into it, all of a sudden you slowly see it transform um, in alter into actual physical wood, and it forms it all back together. Oh, thank you, dearies. My old back couldn't do the first part, so yes. <laughs> I thank lean, you. I was, Rick leans over to the guy's can we keep her? <laughs> I mean, she did say she wanted to go, so... Okay. Uh, well, uh, you seem to be quite skilled in um, magics of some kind. I'm not really sure what it is you do, but I like it. Oh, and so and scary. she's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, yes. Stunning. I know. I, yes, I would be... As you say that, you hear a muffled sound from... Her hump go. <laughs> Excuse you. What? Nothing. You can roll perception if you want to see. I, I would like to do that. Maybe she needs a little bit of that. As you're doing roll perception, you guys take Turn off. That on uh, Demeter wants to take you guys to Sergeant Audrey's. So you guys head off as you're rolling perception. You guys all stopped in the store, gotten some supplies. Three. Three. <laughs> Just give it a You could wrong. swear that her hump moved a little and the sound absolutely came from the hump. Hmm. I'm you could roll as well. I would like, like to. to. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I got a cane. So, I forgot oh, to yeah, say that you too. Oh, yeah, you have a cane. I do the eight, right? So you guys, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, what's your attribute stat? What's the number in your attribute? <laughs> Perception is one of your <laughs> attributes. Big question mark. One D8. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah, that's a loading yeah. symbol above yeah. David. <laughs> the Netflix loading. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, I got Ooh. 16 and 6. Okay. Yeah, 22. 22? Yeah, total. The you're you can see you catch, um, she has like that purple shawl around, and for mm-hmm. a second, when what he saw was the, the um, hump move a little, mm-hmm. you get the wisp of a furry tail flick out of the shawl and curl back in. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Iliad kind of steps back just a little bit. Chill, dude. Did you just see that? Did you see? I'm just walking out. Yeah. <laughs> also, you will all notice that um, as you guys take off, um, Ingrid, with her cane, can keep up with you guys no problem at all. You can't see her feet underneath her petticoat, <laughs> but like she's a she keeps up fine with you. Doesn't seem to be like losing her breath or anything. So you guys had Ingrid has already gotten. Move the cart. Can I get my? Oh yeah, you'll come back to it. You okay. left the cart there. And okay. You're walking over because the Capitol okay. Guard station is just beyond the this main courtyard place. Um, and you come, so he brings you over to the Capitol Guard station, which is these two. You see these two towers with stone. They're probably um, two and a half, three stories mm-hmm. tall, uh, made of stone. Uh, well, made of stone foundations with wood framing, and they flank a long, low building, a single-story building of stone 
that's that's quite long, like a, a good sized Cape Cod house. Um, <clears throat> and uh, connecting the two towers is a metal gate that stops bars entrance into this um, building. And the gates actually, these wooden fences then wrap around the sides. And you could almost see there might be some kind of stables or something back there and a large expanse. This whole place is gated off. And then there's a second three-story tall building over to the side behind the towers, again, all gated off. And there's um, some guards standing at the entrance. Um, as soon as you approach, the guards recognize Demeter and he tells them that you're, you're here to see the sergeant if she is in. Um, and uh, so they let you right in. And you go into the long, low building uh, the, the single-story building, walk in, and there, there's lots of different rooms in here, but it's um, got torches down it, but it seems very empty for how large it is. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of activity right now. He, the one guard takes you all the way to the uh, far end of the building that goes into this large office place with um, lots of tapestries of uh, things, which um, anyone can roll learning if they want to have a little taste of what you see there. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you would roll with disadvantage too if you want to. Yeah. You have disadvantage. Well, I would try. What's that? Would he, would would brick be any better? <laughs> he has the disadvantage too. You guys are rolling oh. normal. Oh. Eight. Eight. Okay. Four. Four. All right. Uh, you both know it's images from the kingdom of Dinalthir. Uh, Twelve. Twelve? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> perfect. With the disadvantage? <laughs> he had disadvantage, too. Two, sixteen, two? and a twelve. Oh, wow. What? Oh, my God. Uh. So as you're walking in, uh, the tapestries are images from the kingdom of Dinalthir. Um, different moments in them, and Brick actually points out um, uh, something that Demeter mentioned to you. It's, it's the main story is... Uh, the most it's it's actually a um, not terribly old is the battle against the face of the undying lord and it shows King Theodore back the current reigning king um, with his knights the the great lords of the house with him standing over the dead bodies of these uh, sorcerers and um, they're they're dressed like your classic necromancer, sorcerer with these dark robes and hoods up other faces and each of them has a mask over their face with a symbol of a body part on it. And um, it's just only because Demeter has told you about this, it's one of the most recent things to happen, that it shows the, um, uh, the five servants of the Deathless Lord and they were each represented by a body part that made up the face, thus the face of the Deathless Lord. Kind of like nudge Demeter and say, "That's that's this thing, isn't? Yeah. That's the battle." Yeah, Demeter's like, "Yes, it's a very popular um, artist rendition of the final battle. Much prettier than what really happened, but those are the fallen, the five fallen necromancers." Um, so as you walk in, other than the tapestries, you see there's this huge desk, a large fireplace to the side, and there is a. Um, tall, well, five, five and a half feet, not terribly tall, five and a half feet foot woman with light leather armor on and a cloak that has the symbol of the Capitol Guard on it, which is um, a shield with two swords crossed on the front of it. 
and um, she is uh, darker skinned, which um, uh, you two would know usually means they're from the Freeport cities. So she seems to have ancestry from there. She's not native to Dunlithier. Uh, darker skin, like a caramel, with long dark hair that's kind of put up into a ponytail. Um, and she's in a kind of heated discussion with a small gnome. Zachariah, would you like to introduce your character? Well, sure. My character is Tiri Taylahay. She is a middle-aged gnome, about three foot tall. She's wearing a bandana, has big brown eyes, little button nose, and some dog ears that are um, sporting some gold cog earrings hanging from them. She's um, wearing a leather belts and pockets getup that just has like accessories and pockets and pouches and bands and belts just wrapping everywhere to the point where it can function essentially as a light armor. She has um, uh, spring-loaded, gear-ridden boots that are heavy and tromping, and since she is not sitting still while she is talking, they are making a bit of a ruckus. Um, every once in a while, for dramatic emphasis, she's pulling up a double-headed warhammer with a really funky, stocky um, handle to it, and waving it around a little bit, smashing it down on the table, and then getting back into talking with her hands very, very aggressively, to the sergeant at arms. Um, prominently on um, on her getup though is a big metal pauldron on one side and has some sort of package wrapped up inside of it. All right, and I think we'll pick up. You guys walk in. The the furious gnome, bam. bam, hits the table and sar the sergeant says, "I've told you, please do not hit the table. Let's we can figure this out. I don't know what else I can tell you." I'm just saying, if it was a goblin, it would have been dealt with by now. We are, two parties have already gone out and no reports back. We're doing all we can. I, I just can't spare the men anymore if we're going to protect what we have. I wasn't talking about sending the men. I wanted to get something done. Uh, I, That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to meet you, Aubrey. You get this done. I can get this done. Let's just get our butts out there. I mean, I, I'm not as... And that's when she notices, um, oh... Demeter and um, hello. Um, wasn't expecting you all. Excuse me. Um, we were just having a discussion here. What, uh, let me know what you're doing, and we can wrap up here. What, what were you after exactly? And Demeter says, uh, "Well, well, it sounds like actually um, we could join in your discussion here uh, with the." I'm sorry. What is your name? My name is Demeter. My name's Teary. Teary Taylor, hey. She grabs his hand and shakes it to pieces. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Teary. You're having goblin problems as well, then? I know. Absolutely. They're just running amok. They're just a bad influence, I tell you. They're a bad influence. We've got to deal with this. You can't have them go running up and down. There's all these little piglets, hamlets. I'm telling you. Uh, it is a mess. It is. Uh, I think I would call it more than trouble. Uh... Anyways, I was coming, actually, we were coming to talk to the sergeant because we were actually planning to uh, take a peek inside their little mountain home and see what's going on there. Oh, good. Well then, Aubrey and I were just having a little agreement on this, so you can just come along with me. And Sergeant Audrey just carols, It's Audrey. I've told you ten times now. <laughs> Audrey, we've met, like, multiple years, dear. I know, it sounds stronger. 
Very well. Um, I, Demeter, what, uh, and that's when she notices Brick. Oh, what are you? The best. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Roll presents for me. Um, presents. That. Ooh, explode. explode. 19. 19. Uh, you, you see the stress in Audrey, like, Calm for a second, like, and she smiles a little bit at you. Oh, really? Well, is it you or the armor? That's a tough one. Mm. He's old man. Oh. <laughs> that one. Oh, you. Hello. <laughs> um, why are you here, dear? Oh, I'm part of the adventuring party. Oh, dear. I don't, I don't know how I feel about sending all of you. Teary, look, I know you can handle yourself. I know, and I can handle these guys too. Look at this guy, waves the, the hammer in, in his face. He says he's the best. I just want him to be a little more specific. I'm going to um, take my, my pump action sledge, crank it a couple times, get the thing spinning up, and then just sort of nudge him with the head of it so I get a nice resounding clang and listen really carefully. Well, just, what happens to me? <laughs> Is this like... Well, he's not specifically attacking you or anything. Like, what happens if something hits your armor like that? Um, there's not a clang. There's no clang. There's a little flash of light mm-hmm. and I kind of flinch a little bit. There's a flash of light instead of a clean. So it's like silent. There's you could almost hear like as if a speaker. There's no sound coming out of it, but it's turned on too loud, and so you kind of hear this ambient like the white noise buzz. in the background. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Art's like, I have so many questions. Is this? And Demeter just perks up. Yeah, it's Nori's work. Yes. Yes, Nori's work. Um, I felt so much. Oh, do I know this name? Oh, possibly. Nori Seller is the grandmaster, tinkerer. Yup, yup. <laughs> really steady little hands. Yes. Really, really good work. Yes. Always like to stamp his mark really, really, really deep into the left toe. No, yes. no, 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 that was the other guy. I don't know about the left toe, but he does have a thing for putting his mark on things. Okay, yeah, I know we're talking about that guy. Yes. He also has a proclivity for renaming things unnecessarily. Ah, uh, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah. <sighs> Trying to marry sister off to him for years. <laughs> I'm going to go up like... his arm and... <laughs> Roll a perception check. Uh, Sergeant Audrey says, all right, um, uh, my, what a day this has been. Um, right. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. The goblins are certainly a problem. I feel all... I'm a mess here. Let's play, Audrey. Let's play. (laughs) This is not playing. There are seven children missing. And I know each one by name. 
I'm sure you've heard the rumors, changelings and all that. I, I don't know what they're doing with them, but this is a new thing. We've sent out two scouting parties already. Neither have returned any news. Um, the second one actually had um, one of uh, the royal agents, uh, Amari Halfast, halfling woman, very good at her job, very passionate. Um, they left perhaps two weeks ago, and we haven't heard anything since. I can't spare any more men going out. I just, I have to make the choice. Do we defend what we have, or do we take the fight to them? And right now, the, key, the capital's not sending me any more men. What I can say is I have a lot of gold to spend. The capital is being very generous, at least in that ex respect. I have never seen such a motley crew in my life, but, well, I know, Terry, you're great. But why not? Let's see what you can do. I can't stop you. Uh, you're quite within your rights to go adventure in there. That's beyond the kingdom's purview. I can say, if you find children, dead or alive, unfortunately, I will pay for each body you can bring back. Alive, hopefully. If you can also bring me any reports on our lost uh, scouts. There were five soldiers in the first, um, four in the last, in addition to uh, Agent Mori. If you can find any of them, or at least reports, if you can verify that they are dead, if you can bring their bodies back, that would also be amazing. I, I, I feel I'm asking too much of you. Look, we've done this before. Like that one time. I, lean, I say to Demita. Yeah, <laughs> yeah before, duh. Uh, Besides, the mountains are my home. It has been a very long time since my people have been able to claim that area back. I would like to see it myself. Uh, there was actually a dwarven group that went there uh, this past, uh, what was it? I think shortly before the last final harvest. Uh, there could be some dwarves in there that we could run across as well. There may be help in there. Who knows what is going on beneath the mountain. Uh, um, Sergeant, I says, um, very well. I feel that I'm at my wit's end, and perhaps chaos is exactly what we need right now. And I know a few of you are very good at that. Um, well, gods be with you. May the dragon be over you. Who's Agent Mori? Oh, Agent Mori is one of the um, royal inspectors. <laughs> Uh, she comes in specifically to deal with the kidnappings and stuff like that. Uh, uh, halfling, female, of course. Um, blonde hair. Very young looking. She, she looks much younger. I mean, halflings in, with their stature tend to look younger, but she looks quite young for her, for her age. Um. Thank you. Yes. I got an 18 on searching brick. Oh, you find uh, a mark of what looks like a swallow, the bird, on one of the gears that um, is on his arm there. There's like a gear where the armor kind of looks a little broken, and there's this little bit of a gear sticking out. And there's the image swallow. of a, a swallow, okay. which is Nori's stamp, because he's Nori Sallow. Does Brick know that he has that? I don't know if you'd know the stamp is on there necessarily. But I, I just kind of pointed it out in a way. Oh, you pointed like, out? 
Oh, well, yeah, you can point it out to everybody. So you would probably recognize yep. the stamp. Yep. Know the work. You do not know anything they're talking about. <laughs> I feel like I'm just standing here. What? Again, what is going on? <laughs> do you say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I Does it look like he's going to say it out loud? <laughs> 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 um, actually, yes. Um, so... Right, if there's nothing else, I, I don't know if there's anything else I can tell you. Um. Um, do we get a little, like, prepayment before our payment? No, I'd like to chime in. That would be helpful. I have full confidence of the short time that I've spent with this motley crew, but I do feel that we could accomplish much. Uh, you, well, yes, of course. Uh, you can have access to any supplies you need. Um, uh, one of the gods will take you to the other end of this building. There's plenty of supplies there, and um, of course, I can give you a little stipend. Um, I don't know how gold would help you in the mountains, but perhaps if you want to do some shopping before you leave, um, yes, of course. Uh, she reaches in, pulls out a chest, and takes out a couple sacks of gold and gives to each of you. Um, I'll set your wealth level so, uh, at the break. Because uh, we haven't done that yet. Um, so uh, I tuck my bag of gold into your pocket somewhere. Maybe it takes two or three. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, right. Um, well, off you go then. Uh, be safe. No promises. Oh, the goblins won't be safe. Don't worry. <laughs> of that, I am sure. Mm. And off you guys go, headed towards the mountains to see what will happen. Get my wagon. Oh yes, yeah. You return. You get your wagon. Let's let's wrap. Let's end with that. Actually, so you get back to the wagon. You get all the supplies you need. Um, make notes in your notes for what what supplies do you guys want specifically? I just want an idea. Open Legends is very flexible with the items and stuff, but I want to have an idea of the kind of things that you're. Mm, not really, team. Brick really doesn't Brick have doesn't anything. Okay. Demeter's going to get some climbing gear and some rope. Yeah. I can make it. What? I can make anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want gold. <laughs> <laughs> gold you have. <laughs> I brought all the supplies I need for my kitchen. I've got a, I've got a spatula that doubles as a crowbar. Perfect. Back there. <laughs> just in case. Do you want anything, Iliad? Nothing that's sticking out to me. All right. I think, yeah. Well, you, he already said rope. Yeah, or so we'll say you rope. got the basics for climbing stuff. Yes. Um, and some, some food as well, some rations, basic rations. And uh, you head back to the now renewed, revitalized, bright-colored wagon. Yes, and then I, uh, I pulled out of one of my other pockets. You never see any pockets. It just is like holes and like I don't know how to explain it. Dimensions there's in no, my dress. Yeah, there's no pocket, but when you reach, her hand goes into a fold and it closes as if it's a pocket. Yeah. Kind of like those dresses that have the pockets on the sides. Yeah. So you can't quite and see. And I pull out a string that's like a, it's a leash, and I like yank it out. It's stuck and it's stuck, and I finally yank it out, and it's this this lizard falls to the ground, and it's like. Bleh. <laughs> the leash on its neck looks way, 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 way too tight. <laughs> and it's just like, eh, like, like oh, oh no. Larry, there you are. You've been hiding in there so long. I'm sorry, dearie. 
and I kind of slap him up and then I wake him up a little bit and then I change him. Yeah, you don't have to roll for that. Well, okay. You she when she poofs slowly the you see the um the the um lizard's eyes like get really wide for a second and then everything starts popping and he starts growing and slowly fur comes out and this lizard transforms in what looks to be extremely painful way into a donkey. A mule. A mule, excuse me, a mule. <laughs> and like the last thing that happens is its mane just and flops over to the side a little bit. And it, and uh, Ingrid attaches the mule up to her cart. Never seen that before. That's something. His name's Do it again. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Oh. <laughs> uh, and honey, it takes a little bit of um, magics to do it. And I don't want to use it all up. So I get sit up on the top. Are you coming? You can pile in. It's a little stuffy in there, but it'll be fine. Just like, well, I'm just going to like click my boots and spring up into the cart. All right. <laughs> Bounces in. You bounce into the cart. There's a little bed in there. It definitely does still stuffy. And there's just, correct me if I'm wrong, but toadstools. Yes. Hanging from the ceiling. Stools, so yeah. it smells very fungi, fungi-y. There is a window, but it hasn't been opened in a really long time, and it's really dusty. <laughs> there's several cobwebs there, but you don't see any spiders. <clears throat> but quite comfy. Mm-hmm. Can I? I'll, I would like, brick wood. Like test the weight. Oh, armor creak. But you think it's gonna hold if you sit on the edge, maybe where the step is. That step folds up. You could sit. There's a little <laughs> bit more built, so you could kind of dangle your legs out the back. Yeah, I'll like close my eyes. I'm like the the. What yeah, is it? the steps, the stairs, the stairs that, that, that come out fold up like this. So there's a nice support in the back there. You can sit on there. You Does it like shift anything? Yeah, well, it, the, it tips up a little bit. Like, <laughs> your feet will probably drag on the ground a little bit. Well, somebody ate a little bit too much today. Demeter. <laughs> He's standing on the ground still. He hasn't gotten up yet. Is it a um, is it a ridgepole wagon or is it like a boxy frame? Um, go ahead. Uh, like. Like a gypsy, gypsy wagon. So it's, co- wagon. it's a completely covered okay. wagon, like so, all wooden. So I want to take a couple of my um, spare belts and the hammer and string up a little like harness for me to sleep dangling from the yeah. from the from the roof from. <laughs> nice. You'll be right up in the toadstools. surrounded by toadstools. Surrounded by toadstools, <laughs> out of everybody's way. Demeter says, "I'll balance out the big boy's weight," and he sits up front with Ingrid. Hey, a little bit. <laughs> Don't talk about Iliad that way. <laughs> <laughs> Iliad is just standing there. I feel like I'm the last one you on are. to the... <laughs> just go, what have I got myself into? All right, let's go hunt some goblins. Very well. I'll cry, climb on. You climb in. Climb make, in. Get yourself seated with a gnome swinging above you amidst toadstools. <laughs> a very heavily metal-covered man hanging out the back. And two older, an older couple basically sitting out there having a nice chat, <laughs> talking about the good old days. And you head off with your lizard mule in, in to the distance towards the mountains. You can actually always see the mountains that direction because you're pretty close. It's like two days, a shy of two day journey. 
there and you head off. And I think that's where we'll take a break. And that'll be the end of our first episode. There it is! <laughs> so, we'll take a break. We're going to continue playing for the next episode. But we will see you guys on the next show. And, um, yeah, keep following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Bomb Squad. Uh, hashtag Bomb Squad RPG. And um, check out the links uh, for everything we've used here. I've got, I want to say thank you to Guild of Ambience, to Vinspept, to Sirenscape for the music and sound we're using. Um, and of course, Open Legend RPG for having this open source system that uh, we're really enjoying. Um, and if I've forgotten anybody, I apologize, but check out, we'll have all the links for all their stuff, all their YouTube channels and everything in the description. Oh, also, of course, Hero Muster. Thank you so much. That's what the guys are using for their character sheets. So check out Hero Muster if you're playing in Open Legend, especially. It's got a great character sheet system online. Um, yeah, I'm Dan Stacy. This is Bomb Squad. This has been an Avenue Studios production. We'll see you next week. This has been another fantastical episode of the Bomb Squad Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for the music and ambience that we use and thank you so very much for joining the adventure and we will see you next time when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.